You tuned to Sirius FM 105.7. Yes, at the time of the morning, where you join us on uh, Quick Fire Q&A with uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Uh, Mufti Saab, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, tell us, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful morning? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Shufad, mashallah. And uh, all our listeners, alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us another blessed day of uh, Yawmul Jumu'ah. Don't forget to send abundant durood upon our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ji. Alhamdulillah, yes, Abu Sahaba sending the rood upon our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Questions coming through. Assalamu alaikum. As we head towards the festive season, is it permissible to use festive decorations in our shops, Abu Yes, that's almost the time of the year again. So you'll see people putting up balloons and uh, Christmas goodies, etc. Happy New Year goodies. So all of these things, it has religious connotations and it's not permissible for a Muslim uh, to promote uh, other uh, religious festivals, not even participate in the religious festivals, uh, and neither can we see all these things, Shafat, that is all contributing towards evil and vice in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, commanded us uh, not to uh, promote uh, these type of things, you know. We should encourage, exhort one another to good and righteousness. That's the verse. And do not assist one another in sin and transgression. This is transgression, this is sin also. So there will be no barakah, it will not trick more customers. And of course your risk won't be affected if you don't do this. If you abstain from this, then you will be, inshallah, in the khair and barakah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you, ji. Nalidi called for the arrest of Netanyahu at the ICC. Your thoughts, Mufti? Yes, you know, it's not surprising. She spoke out many times before this as well. And I think uh, she deserves our attention because not many, many uh, head of states and many senior politicians are speaking out, uh, taking Netanyahu to the uh, International Criminal Court uh, to face justice and to face uh, uh, charges of uh, genocide and massacre and all these other crimes that he's committed under his rule. Uh, so I think that we have to support the decision like we would support any other decision where injustice and oppression uh, became rife in uh, strife and became the order of the day. So we hope that uh, she, together with that one lawyer from France, that they are successful. I think there's about 300 lawyers that have joined the campaign uh, in bringing Israel to uh, the international court. If they will be successful, that we don't know, Shafat, you know, that the Zionists somehow they control all of these avenues uh, what will happen, uh, that is not under our control also. We can only take the step forward. We can only make a, 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 a concerted effort, you know, to get the ball rolling and then take it from the AG. Can uh, my son attend a metric ball that uh, his school is hosting? Uh, Mufti, goodness gracious, a great balls of fire. <laughs> yes, great balls of fire and fire of Jahannam also, we think. So these parties are Zina parties that it is, is disguised and uh, masqueraded as uh, Batrik balls. It's a final ball where uh, boys and girls in intermingling of sexes and uh, israf, wastage of money, people uh, hire special suits. Uh, females make them special uh, b- b- clothing as well. Uh, you'll see in areas that's not so affluent, uh, people save for this their entire lives. I saw people, uh, you know, c- coming with uh, uh, hiring uh, b- Ferraris, and uh, all these nice cars, Shafat, just to have their daughters picked up or their sons picked up and uh, dressed in these outfits and going to the matric ball. After that, it's a weed party, a ganja party, a drinking party. And then uh, pregnancy starts also uh, because of this uh, illicit uh, after party effects. So that is uh, beyond uh, our Muslims. And uh, you should not even consider this, you know, when you've come. 
completed your matric, you've completed your basic education. Now your focus should be uh, towards what is waiting ahead, what is waiting in front for your G. Why has everyone from amongst the Islamic countries abandoned Gaza and its people, Mufti? I don't think we have any Islamic country left, Shafat. Uh, hardly there's any Islam, Islamic country. Uh, there's Arab countries and there's uh, countries with uh, Muslim names or Arab, Arabic names, you know. Uh, for 17 years, Gaza has been under siege and no one could help them. So why would we expect them to help now? So uh, the responsibility is not on the... When we speak of Muslim countries, of course, we exclude uh, the people. It's not necessarily the people. The people want to fight. The people want to do something. It is the oppressive governments that is suppressing uh, our people on the ground. So the governments are doing absolutely nothing because they've been elected by the Zionists to be in charge, be in power. And if they do anything, uh, then they will be ousted from there also. Remember that. So they're not going to do any time, anything anytime soon unless uh, this calamity befalls on them, in which is their uh, to happen and most certainly to happen in the very, very near future uh, because uh, they had the ability to support the people of Gaza. They could have sent their armies, they could have sent their infantry, they could have sent their uh, the cavalry and uh, everything else they could have sent, but they did not do that. They, cho- they chose uh, to rock while Gaza is buried under rock, Shavad. So they chose to make the Allah remove these leaders and uh, replace them with valiant uh, leaders that will lead the Ummah uh, against the fight of Operation G. Uh, Mufti Saab, what do we do with old Islamic literature? Old Islamic literature, so the best you can do is uh, to bury it in a place where people uh, normally do not walk, where people normally do not pass. So uh, that would be the best option, you know, or you can, if you have a shredding machine, you can do that and then bury it also. So there's a few options you can do in a state of uh, having it laying around, you know. If you don't derive benefit from that anymore, then no harm in you disc- uh, discarding it and, uh, and uh, putting it somewhere where people won't be able to desecrate it. So uh, that is uh, the, the objective uh, when you dispose of it is to prevent other people or non-Muslims or people who's napak from getting hold of these type of literatures and uh, desecrating it further because it contains Allah's name and it contains the name of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also. G. Mufti Hamza Yusuf said Al-Aqsa is big enough to accommodate the Jewish temple. Any input? What uh, Hamza Yusuf said, Shavad, so he's not a cleric, he's not part of the ulama fraternity, he's a politician, so he, he should stick to that, and he's a bad politician. Uh, at the same time, you know, he referred to Al-Aqsa as the Temple Mount, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to it as a Masjid Al-Aqsa, there Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, proclaimed it to be a Masjid, and Allah has uh, eternalized it, you know, so for uh, until eternity, it will remain a masjid, it will remain the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no temple mount, there will be no temple mount, uh, the space there, the entire compound is known as a masjid al-Aqsa, and not only that portion that he's referring to, what he basically said is there's enough space to build a temple also, and he spoke about two masjid, there's more than two masjid there, so he doesn't even have his facts straight, and yet he's, uh, he's, he's uh, ranting and raving and opening, opening his big mouth, you know, instead of keeping quiet, so these are the type of apologies that Islam needs to deal first with, uh, get rid of them, you know, uh, and uh, replace them with better people. Unfortunately, the media uh, seeks people out like him, and uh, they take their statements and then they make it uh, go viral. And uh, people think that what he said is Islamic. He can open up his backyard, he can open up his mother's home, and uh, they can build the church and the temple in his own place. That is a more suitable answer for him, G. Uh, Mufti Saab, are we commanded uh, to boycott uh, the Zionist lifestyle or the products? 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَنْتَرْضَى عَنْكَ الْيَهُودُ وَلَنَّصَارَ حَتَّى تَتَّبِعَ مِلَّتُهُمْ That the Yahudi Nasara will never ever be happy with you until you follow their ways. Their ways meaning their lifestyle, their belief, their aqidah, their creed, etc. It's got nothing to do with boycotting products. We can avoid buying Israeli products. Most definitely uh, that you have to avoid it, you know, so you don't support their economy. They don't support our economy, so why should we support their economy? However, Shabbat, boycotting uh, the, the product and boycotting the lifestyle are two separate issues. You know, what we have been commanded to do, and that is where many people uh, don't want to obey, is to boycott their lifestyle, boycott Netflix, boycott Showmax, boycott DSTV, boycott all these other things uh, that are impacting your life. And, uh, you know, the applications and whatever they have on social media, Instagram, Facebook, those are the things that you should really be boycotting because those are the things that are censoring you. Uh, when you put anything about Palestine, uh, they censor you, they block you, but people don't want to do that. They have to find alternative applications to share information that they don't want to do. But everyone wants to shout Coca-Cola and Woolworths and uh, chickens and this and that, you know, uh, which has minimal impact uh, on the entire situation. Yes, we're making a dent in, uh, in uh, their revenue, but still they're making up for the bulk of the revenue through media and uh, through these news outlets. So change your lifestyle, follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallam. boycott their lifestyle, boycott their garb, boycott their clothing, uh, then you'd be contributing to something uh, positive. G. Uh, Mufti, why could uh, the DA uh, provide thousands of uh, police for the Zionists uh, picketing, but no cops uh, to fight against uh, gangsterism? That's a Zionist entity, so you should remember that the Dajjali Alliance, the DA, the Devil's Advocate, that is what they do. You know, there were more police than what they were protesters. There were more loose and portable toilets than what they were Zionist protesters picketing. Uh, maybe 2020-2025, Zionists uh, pitched up because they're scared. Uh, they know uh, uh, that something would happen, you know. So uh, the DA only protects its own interests, and people should know this by now, that it is not a political party. It is a supremacist party that is only there to look after white uh, interests. And uh, they're only making a noise, you know, so they should be ousted from Cape Town. Uh, during the last month, in one week alone, 100 people, a 100 people were shot dead in Cape Town, 100 people in any other country. That would constitute to war, and a state of emergency would have been declared. But you won't find 6,000 cops protecting the innocent people on the Cape Flats. Rather, you'll find the 6,000 cops uh, that are looking to to stir uh, something against uh, those Muslims who went to picket against the Zionist presence in a place like Seapoint, you know, and some of them got arrested also. So these are the bias of uh, nature and the bias stars of the Zionists uh, when it was Ukraine. They could uh, lit up uh, the, the buildings here in Cape Town with the flag of Ukraine. Show me one Palestinian flag that uh, the Zionists let down here. They don't want to do that. So if people still vote for them, and it's haram to vote for them, if people still vote for them, and those politicians belonging to them, you know, they should should be uh, remove themselves, or people should remove them. They uh, don't vote for them. Stay away from them. They are so evil. There's other alternative things that people can do. G. Mufti, there's an uh, increase in calling for boycotting of uh, Nafil, Umrah, and Hajj. Your thoughts? I've seen it. I've called it about three weeks ago. I said people shouldn't go for Nafal, Umrah, and Hajj because all the funds procured from there, the Saudis are using to feed the U.S. Marines, 10,000 of them that uh, just landed recently. I don't know how many other bases and camps uh, the Saudis have there, but all at the expense of the wealth of the Ummah, while the Ummah is suffering and while they are partying and rocking and uh, while they're spending billions on football and football stars, etc. So they're looking to diversify their wealth. They don't want to be dependent on oil and uh, Umrah and Hajj business anymore. But we should hurt them with us most because they're using uh, Muslim lands 
and uh, Muslim resources uh, for Kufar to fight Muslims in Palestine. So does that make sense? You know, and anyone who doesn't speak out about this, who's still worried about the visa and the Umrah visa, and I speak about ulama also, not only the general public, then uh, they should also be taken to task because it's the duty of the ulama to speak out against these injustices. Whether you get an Umrah visa again or not, that is not important now. What is important is to look at the Mas'ala Tawali and Tawala, where people are being used, or Muslims are being used, uh, or Muslim lands are being used, and Muslims are pitched against Muslims. This is the dirty game that the House of Yahud or Saud, whatever you want to call them, that uh, they are playing at this point in time. And anyone who's silent, they are complicit in this crime of uh, the atrocities that is happening in uh, Gaza, Shafat. So we should tread very, very careful. You know, a boycott the Dafal Hajj and Umrah, there will be no harm in sin upon you because you're assisting and abetting and aiding a regime so evil uh, that was raised by uh, nurtured by Zionism to fight innocent Muslims in a place like Gaza and elsewhere, G. Yes, uh, Mufti Saba, let's make this our final question. What effect uh, policy changes uh, did our marches achieve or accomplish? Uh, besides tiredness, besides uh, being thirsty, I don't think it has achieved anything thus far, and I don't think that it, will, it will achieve anything in the possible future also. We've been marching for decades and for years, etc. Uh, during these marches, we only incurred lots of haram, uh, intermingling, you saw people walking without scarves, etc., uh, chanting free, free Palestine, which is not even a slogan, because Palestine needs to be freed. You cannot uh, shout it for it to be free. You cannot beg the Kufar, you cannot beg NATO in America uh, to free Palestine. Palestine is its own unique history. You need to go there and free it, uh, you know, at, at uh, your own cost. Uh, if we have marched to, if we had to march to Palestine, then it would have been a different case. But uh, it seems Palestine is out of reach in so far that uh, people uh, resort to marching, to, to anger, and uh, to voice their opinions, you know. So they did what they had to do, and uh, at the end of the day, it, will, it won't yield any uh, positive uh, results, uh, unfortunately, you know, G. Yes, sir, Mufti Sahab, as usual, uh, mashallah, this morning. Uh, perhaps your parting words? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroy the enemies of Islam, uh, Shabbat, and uh, remove all those corrupt leaders who are responsible for the predicament uh, that we are in. And we as the Ummah, we need to up our ibadah as well. Uh, in that way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will be saved through our actions, you know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will turn the tide and swing it into our our favor. May Allah protect the people of Palestine and the people of Gaza, and especially the Mujahideen that side. Ji, jazakum khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to Mufti Ibrahim Smith and a big jazakallah khaira to all of you for sending in those questions. And uh, Yusuf Asmal for your top take this morning, uh, keeping the program buoyant. And uh, to the listeners uh, for also contributing. Keep it locked on to Sirius FM for beautiful broadcasting, lovely nasheed interspersed. And uh, don't forget our spiritual hour coming through and uh, the uh, translation of the Juma Kudba live from the Holy Lands uh, by Mufti A.K. Hussein. From the team and I, until we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.